11 years sober. And I feel it. I don't, actually. I don't feel it. My memory is shit. It's just all kind of, you know, you remember, I remember then, kind of, and then I'm starting to, to lose the space in between when I first got sober for those first couple of years and now. It's like the transitions are kind of getting fuzzy. Oh, this is still sober with John Raven. If you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. Back to what I was saying. Also, hello. Back to what I was saying is, yeah, that's what's happening, is the transitions are getting fuzzy. I'm getting, and that's just, I think, but that's that's all my memory. You know, I've got all, all the different, phases, stages of my life, the different ones, different my different personas or who I was at the time. But then in all those in-between times are just kind of like, eh, <laughs> I don't have it. But uh, doing well, feeling good about it. 11 years. Hey, how do you do it, John? Well, let me tell you, I tried not to, I do love a good routine. I do love uh, trying to control that routine, but, uh, you know, you got to break out of it. You got to enjoy things. My wife, we went to a, uh, went to a comedy show. I didn't want to go. But then, because her friend got her got her had her her ticket, and there was like a group of people going, and then because of COVID, another person dropped out, so they had an extra ticket, um, and I was unavailable to be asked whether I wanted to go or not. So my wife went ahead and volunteered me because she knew I liked the comedian. It was Anthony Jeselnik who was playing here in Austin, and she's like, yeah. It'll be fine. The problem was is that I had to drive into downtown Austin on a Saturday night, get parking, and then get to the venue by a certain time to wait for the the one dude that had all the tickets, right? And um, But everything worked out. The show was great. And uh, I found out from my wife told me that her friend had thought, you know, it was like, oh, he's real tense. And she had to tell him, tell her, she had, to, she had to explain that, you know, that I'm not happy for the first 20 minutes. You just got to get over those first 20 minutes of getting me out there. You know, that's the, uh, and you just kind of ignore my grumbling and dealing with whatever it is. It's usually traffic. It's usually it's getting there. So once you get me over the hump, and that's what she said, it's about 20 minutes. Once you get over the hump, then he's going to enjoy himself. And it stinks that this is who I am. But this is who I am. I, it, it's, it's almost 
and it's even more comical that I'm that predictable that everyone's like, it's just don't listen to him bitch and moan. That's just, it's just the first, you know, just under half an hour, much like this pod, uh, his podcast length amount of time. You just got to let him get over that shit and then he'll be fine. And, um, which is why for the most part, I do not completely reject going to do things. You know, I realize it's a necessary evil. And I also realize that every idea or function that I have to go do with my wife and actually leave the house to, to go do. I don't remember the last time I've regretted going. I also know that every single time I don't want to go and it's going to be a pain in the ass in my head. But then I go and I enjoy myself every fucking time. Even with this knowledge, I cannot change my brain. It still does this. It, you can slowly change your reaction to your brain and go, uh-oh, here comes that horse shit from my brain. I recognize this. Hang on a minute, brain, you fuck. I know what you're doing. All right, we're not going to say no. We're going to you can do a tentative no because I know you'd rather be at home. But if you get pushed back from the wife and she's like, no, we should go do this. This will be fun. Then go, all right. Knowing that ultimately you're going to have a good time. And yeah, it's going to be a pain in the ass to find parking. If it was up to me, if there's – unless there is somebody reserving a parking space for me for free, you know, I will always – that will be the first thing on my mind. My mind is, is oh, god damn it, the parking. Oh, this sucks. But ultimately, I'm going to have a good time. So that's always a thing. Here's another thing related to my brain fucking with me. Last week, the whole week of work was probably physically the hardest week that I've had in a long time. And yet, I was in one of the best moods. And because of that, I had a good week as opposed to a month ago when I was emotionally not in a good place when dealing with work-related stuff and there's a whole lot of uncertainty and communication was kind of shit. It, and it wasn't even all that busy. So instead, it's busier I'm having to do some heavy lifting and stuff. I had people drop out, so I had to do a lot of stuff alone. People drop out. People who just didn't want to come to work. You know what I'm saying? These fucking kids today. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and 
it basically comes down to, you know, I've been, I've been bringing up the having a positive mindset that annoys me to no end to uh, that, that, that hippie bullshit actually works. But even worse is the idea that I make things worse for my, like, it's, it's obvious. This isn't like some, you know, revelation, but I, my brain makes things worse for me by being in a, in a mood and being, you know, emotionally drained and different other things. Not the fact that I can manipulate how good my week goes just by fighting the natural resting state of my brain. The fact that my brain likes to fuck with me is irritating. Which as, you know, as a former addict and alcoholic in recovery, you're supposed to know that shit. You're like, oh yeah, my brain does this. But you get so caught up in routine and you're just going and you're just going and things are going all right and you're progressing and you're going and you get comfortable and you forget that your brain fucks with you. You forget that, oh, here it comes. He's going to start talking some shit anytime now. Hey, can you believe these people don't know how to drive? Can you believe that these people have jobs and they're not going to do their job properly? They don't put any effort into into it. Can you believe that they're making your job harder by being in your way because they won't do their job? Fuck these people, right? Yeah. Why does everybody suck but me? Like, you know, and that's the whole thing is the brain just feeding me bullshit. And a lot of it's true, but they're not spinning it in a very positive way. So you're getting quote unquote truth. But it's just kind of put into you like, yeah, man, let's talk some shit. Let's be, uh, let's be aggressive. Let's take a stand. Like you just get put into a position where it's like, you're not, it's not healthy after a while. Shit talking is fun. But you can get mired in it. You can just get uh, you can get sour. You put people on edge. You put yourself in a bad position to continue to go down that spiral. And it is it's that kind of thing. In the same vein, it's that kind of thing that can lead you to making poor decisions, that can lead you down to that junky behavior, like little things. Not necessarily relapsing, but you start heading down that way. You know, and you're and it it feels like you're stepping back a little bit versus stepping forward. It's definitely not, you know, helping your recovery. 
and, and it's not help, you know, being irritated at work and out in public all the time certainly isn't helping you stay sober. I'm not saying it's going to cause you to relapse and use and drink, but it's not helping. You know, at the very least, it does nothing for you. Like at the very least, it does nothing. But more likely, it's hurting you more than it's helping you. And that's what the brain is doing. You know, that's the part of your brain is just talking shit to you. And it's trying to sabotage you. Just because you're comfortable doing something. And you just stay in that comfort zone. And you're not working on it. You know, it's good things are hard. You know, you have to do things. <laughs> yeah. It requires a little effort. Good things require effort. It just does. Most people know that. And you, you, we kind of all know that, right? You kind of know that uh, if it's, you know, if it's easy, it's probably not good for you. Like it's, it's, it, it requires some effort. And, um, but it's still irritating to know that you can be tricked by yourself, that you can trick yourself that easy. And you get so used to it that you don't realize that you've taken a step into this. Now you're in this mindset and you're over here and you're just like, Argh. and you just got a goddamn rain cloud following you and you're everywhere. And it just takes, a, you know, I don't know. It just takes realizing it and going, okay. But also it's, what is also irritating is that you think you're smart, right? And yet you can trick yourself into having a good fucking week. You're like, oh, am I a dummy? Am I a big dummy that I can fake smile my way into having a good day? No, that's not what I do. But like it's just – but in that same kind of thing, like metaphorically just putting on a smile, just going, it's going to be okay. Like it's – but just recog but that's it. It's the same kind of thing. It's not recognizing that some that that uh, my brain's doing a thing immediately makes me go, oh well, I'm not going to listen to you, and I'm going to keep doing this, and immediately it's improving. I'm like, and you realize it, and it's just like that's it. That's all it took. All it took was me to stop talking shit and just go into the day, no matter how busy it's going to be, no matter how hard it's going to be, just with the, oh, we're going to get it taken care of and I'm just going to go. I'm not going to complain about it. You know, even though I, you know, even though it might help to inform others that, uh, hey, this is some, I could use some help and this is some difficult stuff. Yeah, but you can ask for help without being a dick about it. You can ask for assistance without putting the blame on somebody or or hinting at blaming somebody like, hey, because of somebody else's mess up, I have to work harder. 
Yeah, nobody cares. Just ask for help. But that's the thing is finding out is like, oh, that was easy. Like once you put forth a little bit of effort to kind of turn your day around or start your day off right. I mean, I, I require coffee first, which is so cliche, but it's true. It's weird how that works from morning to, you know, from waking up, finally getting up and going, God damn it. How am I still alive? You know, you wake up every morning and you're like, again, really? I wouldn't really um, label that as suicidal. It's more just like, ugh, here we are again. But to go from there and within five minutes of getting coffee and kind of sitting down and just being all right, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's that, but it's that, that same thing going from ugh to all right. Within like a five or 10 minute period, that's all it takes. Apparently, that's all it takes. You can do that with other facets of your life with, you know, with mood and attitude and drive. I mean, that's, that's that whole thing of when you're early on in recovery or when you're struggling with it, your brain is, is making you think about how much, how depressing it is and how much life sucks because you're not doing your favorite thing. There would be booze or drugs, your favorite thing. And you're like, fuck, I want to be doing my thing. This sucks. I don't know if I can handle it. But the thing is, is that if you can get just past that, that craziness. It's not like that the whole time. You just have to get through that time. Just, you just, it's, you know, it gets better. You just got to get through it. With whatever, you know, whatever it takes, whatever um, program you're using, whatever, you know, all, all the different tips and tricks that you've learned, um, therapy and everything, um, whatever tools that you've, you've gotten. If you don't have any tools, you need to get some fucking tools. You got to fix the car with your hands. Like it's, yeah, you got to, you get your, get your tools. But that's the thing. And you keep going and it, it, it gets better. But it, you're always going to have to re reassess your, your fucking thoughts and realize that your mood is being caused by your thoughts. And if you don't contest those damn thoughts, it's just, you're just going to keep, you're just going to keep being shitty. And you're like, uh, <laughs> so, um, also, the NFL is back, and all three of my fantasy teams uh, won this weekend, um, which means that more than likely two, if not all three, will peter out by the end. And you know, I'm not, you know, but as of right now, I am kicking ass. 
I'm not saying that football is helping me get into a positive mindset, but it isn't hurting. You know, being a grumpy bitch isn't helping as much as the NFL is helping me. So I'm not, I'm not, but I'm not attributing the NFL being back to why my week last week was good. It was revisiting my thoughts, figuring out what was going on, addressing it, moving in the right direction, and having coffee in the morning. That's that's really what it is. You know what? I let's just say it's not therapy at all. Let's say it maybe it is just the coffee. Maybe the coffee is doing everything. No, that's not that, that, that's not, how, how weird would that be, though? How weird would it be that all of therapy and all your 12 step, that the, that the only reason that 12 step works is because they serve coffee and it's actually the coffee that does it? Like, that's all, that's really what it is. Like, if you just drink Folgers at home and uh, sit around and, and talk to uh, just your roommates. That that works as a meeting because really it turns out that coffee is the miracle. Um, that is not the case, but wouldn't that be weird if that's what it was when you found out? Like the, the fucking twist. It was the coffee the whole time. The coffee is making things better. Stillsoberpod at gmail.com. Any questions or comments that are positive to neutral? Anyway, I got away from the whole thing, but I just wanted to say 11 years sober, 11 years is great. You know, arbitrary number, but it's still 11 years. It still feels good. It's nice to look at it and go, 11 years. That's 132 months. Woo. All right, guys. Appreciate it. I'm going to get started on uh, year 12, starting next week. So we'll see you then. Later. Telephone line. Gotta get away, gotta get away, get away, gotta get away.